Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. It's time to let go of negative thinking, understand why you do what you do, and stop the self-sabotage with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel, your resident subconscious success mentor, helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. If you want to stop self-sabotaging your own success and let go of the stress, then you are in the right place, my friend. Make sure you download your free Stressed to Success guided meditation at bit.ly forward slash stress to success as my little gift to you just for being here. Please do subscribe, share and review. It really, really helps people that need to hear this message find us and I so appreciate it. In the show notes, you'll also find details of how you can work with me and where you can get your mitts on my meditations, products, printables, programs. You can find it through the link in my bio on Instagram, which is my favorite place to hang out. So please do come join me over there at I'm Fran Excel. Tag me in your takeaways, slide into my DMs. I'm here for it. So that's the formalities over my love. So let's jump to the content. How are you feeling right now? There is, I'm just about to make a massive understatement, there's a lot going on in the world and it can feel super overwhelming and let's be honest, a little bit doom and gloom. Even in the heatwave last week, everything was scaremongering language, dramatic imagery on weather reports where previously it might have been happy sunshine icons, yay, check out the UK getting over 30 degrees, being replaced by big ominous dark red maps, you know, fear for the future of the planet. Understanding climate change and how we can do our part is hugely important, of course, but this was not that. The national psyche in the UK and around the globe is that also none of us are going to be able to afford to live very soon. This is one of the very things that causes recessions. In the same way, reports of shortages of toilet rolls and pasta at the beginning of lockdown caused everyone to go out and ransack the shelves, leading to a far worse shortage of toilet roll and pasta. Inciting panic about rising costs causes people to stop spending. Yeah, issues of the awful and utterly disgraceful war in Ukraine and how that's affecting people there and the rest of the world. The fact that the focus is less on people now, needlessly dying, and more on how it affects our energy and our petrol pricing is also a little bit grim. Let's be honest. There's far too much else to mention in this episode, but you get the idea. And I know that I sound a little bit doom and gloom, but I promise there's a method to my madness as always. You know, it's inciting panic, which influences our behaviour because we have our very survival at stake, according to our brains. And we operate from that space. Scarcity, lack, stop spending, seek the evidence to confirm reports. Yeah, you can see how this works. And it's a lot. Yeah, And it can really affect how we feel and our mindset, which in turn affects our beliefs and our behavior, especially if you don't have your conscious wits about you and certain simple things in place that can potentially make a really, really big difference with this stuff. Yeah, So I really wanted us to have a little open chat about a few things and also give you a couple of perspective shifts, reframes and tips that I thought could be really, really helpful for you in navigating this kind of sea of whatever we're navigating right now. Yeah, I obviously talk about our unconscious programming 
all the time and why it's so important to make the unconscious conscious, the absolute same applies here in terms of what you're consuming. I'm always talking about how society as a whole and the media have a lot to answer for in terms of how we're wired and what we're wired for. So a little context for you in terms of my background with this. I went to university to study um, communications and sociology because I've always been fascinated with human behaviour. Shock horror. My dissertation was all about how the media and advertising and the social psyche serves to cause women to feel inadequate after a certain age. It's really, really fascinating when you dig deep into a subject and see how society and people's behavior makes so much sense. It makes life so much easier to navigate when you change the lens that you look at it through to curiosity and understanding rather than being consumed by it. You know, when people's behavior makes so much sense, this is, this is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing to be conscious of this because that's the space where you can create some discernment and consciously choose to do something with it instead of being consumed by it. So one of the things that we looked into and researched a lot during that degree was the idea of newsworthiness. What makes something newsworthy and why does it need to be? Why? Because media companies want you to watch they want you to read. They want you to buy. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you remember that and consume it with that in mind. You know, call call that your little pinch of salt, if you like. We all know about clickbait. You know, what's going to make you click? What's going to make you buy? What's going to keep you glued to your TV screen so you see the adverts? That's what newsworthiness is, right? It's what sells. It what keeps people watching, what keeps people reading. Yeah? You don't have to blindly believe what you read, watch or hear. I highly recommend that you don't. I had a glorious and incredibly fun 15 year career in media and advertising. So I'm really not knocking it. It's a huge business that keeps the economy going. But with that experience, my eyes are very, very much open. And I've studied this stuff from a sociological perspective and a psychological perspective, the mindset perspective too, which means it's far, far easier for me to see things from a different perspective and not get consumed by it, to take everything with a little pinch of salt, to have that conscious questioning, you know, to consciously form my own opinion. So it's it's no it's it's no shock to me that I ended up working at the i newspaper. I was one of the the um, ad directors there um, with three other guys, and because it's a paper that was all about giving you both sides of the story, yeah? When you can choose to look for alternative viewpoints, that's how you can make your balanced view. And that's what I really loved about the Eye newspaper because it was really it, it, balanced and impartial. It wasn't an echo chamber. It was intentionally there to challenge the reader's perspective. So you had to be a certain type of person. We called them free thinkers. You had to be a certain type of person to read that paper because you didn't want your opinion just echoed back. You wanted it to be challenged. You wanted that curiosity and that kind of debate to happen, right? So I'm very good now at consciously forming my own opinion because no two ways about it, this messaging is going to be affecting how you show up in your business. All this stuff that's going on in the world and being reported in the news and in the media, it is going to be affecting how you show up at work. Yeah, This panic will make you make rash decisions. 
Yeah. So the more conscious you can get to this now, the better. And the more kind of safeguards you can put into place with yourself and boundaries, the easier it's going to be for you. Because this stuff seeps into your psyche. And when we look at it from the perspective of what's deemed newsworthy, it's usually shock factor and negativity, right? That does have an effect on your own mindset and your own view of the world and your place in it. Remember, you're wiring your brain all the time. Consciously think to yourself, what am I wiring right now? This is a question I'm always getting clients to ask. What am I wiring right now? Oh, actually, I think that's going to be a whole other episode, actually. We'll tie in nicely with this one, so I will do that. So if you're feeling it right now, I'm not surprised. It's totally understandable. There are harrowing things going on in the US, Ukraine, the UK, so many other places in the world that it can all get a bit much and we can feel so powerless. So what can you do to start shifting this up a little bit and not having it take over your entire life and the way that you're viewing your own situation right now? So I have a few things that I do and ways that I've trained my brain to think and behave. So take what resonates, as always, leave what doesn't, and see if you start to notice a shift in how you feel. So firstly, if you haven't guessed, I have self-imposed boundaries over my own media consumption. I choose reputable, as balanced as possible, again, still with a pinch of salt, places to get my news. And I do not sit there seeking it. It might be once a day, probably less. I might just go see what's going on in the world and what I need to know to remain informed. You know, a lot of people are like absolute no to news. Yeah? I do like to know what's going on. But at the same time, even if you don't read the news, you're going to have conversations with people. So <laughs> you'll find it out. You've got to do what's right for you. But notice how it makes a shift in how you feel day to day. Whatever you do, experiment with it. Try all of them. Try it for a week. You know? um, I also quite like the, le- uh, there's a newsletter called The Conversation. But even with that, it's a need to know basis. I love a bit of independent journalism. I really, really do. But sometimes, depending on the headline, it will be like, what emotional state am I in right now? Am I in a place where I want to receive this and I want to read this? Do I feel regulated and balanced? Or is this something that I want to maybe leave for later or just not read at all? You know, you, you get to have that conversation with yourself. That that becomes your inner dialogue rather than the nasty, mean person in your head, yeah? I also put myself on a celebrity gossip ban about three years ago. And even that on its own made a huge difference. Now, that was a big deal considering I used to work at a very, very large, glossy, uh, high-end magazine that was all about well-known people gossip, essentially. <laughs> Because, you know, this one was slightly different, but it's normally full of negativity and picking people apart based on their looks. So no thank you to that. Because the more you read that, the more you're reading other people being picked apart for their looks, the more you're going to pick yourself apart for yours. No thank you. Now the next tip is to figure out what's true for you. What is true for you? Be curious, ask questions, seek alternative perspectives. Trust yourself to form your own opinion. And then ask yourself, what am I creating as my worst case scenario? With all of this stuff going on in the world, what am I creating as my worst case scenario? What am I imagining or creating that could happen? What would I do in that situation? What would I actually do in that situation? 
What could I do in that situation? What's within my power? What do I have control over right now? These are the kind of questions, self-coaching questions that open up your thinking, yeah? And can massively alleviate stuff for you. Instead of just being consumed by the worries and the fears, thinking this way and having a conversation with yourself this way is an absolute game changer. So how can you limit your media intake in a way that works for you? Yeah. And the next one, can you start to notice when you're becoming consumed by negative news or environments and take things with a pinch of salt and discernment? Massively look at your social media for this too. And this is also why I prefer Instagram to, say, to Facebook personally. It's far easier to control what you're feeding your noggin and to create these spaces of things that you want to see, giving you more control over when you seek the alternative opinions and the alternative perspectives, right? So can you separate what's happening in the world and in the news from your personal situation? Of course there will be things that could and potentially will have an effect, but before you make big decisions, are you able to take a little zoom out and observe your situation for what it really is, instead of what any scaremongering is creating for you in your mind, of what your future will hold, of what is affordable, of, of you know, the fact that when, uh, put it this way, if the national psyche is all, you're going to struggle, you're going to struggle, there's no nuance there. As with most things, that's what drives me nuts. When there's no nuance over somebody's situation, and yet that person can still take it on as if that is then their reality, Ah, so dangerous. So take all the nuance of your own situation. Could you actually afford it if all your bills went up 70%? Who knows? Yeah. But the more you know and have conscious control over these things, the easier your life's going to be and the better you're going to feel. Because remember, the, the media aren't mind readers. They do not know your situation. Yeah. Always worth remembering. And the big thing that's worth remembering is you have far more control over this stuff than you think, than you're giving yourself credit for. Notice your inner self-talk and ask yourself, what can you put in place that could be a safeguard for your future or something that could potentially avoid the worst case scenario altogether? The biggest thing is how are you going to look after your own well-being and what does that look like for you? Is it journaling? Is it getting out in nature? Is it boundaries around what reading your phone at night, making sure you're exercising and moving your body? Is it simply noticing that you don't have to believe every thought you have? Or is it making extra effort to speak to or to see the people that you love? Like, how do you feel well-regulated in your own self? You'll see me, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see me all the time. I'm consistently and constantly doing things that regulate me and regulate my nervous system because it's so important. So for me, one of those things is exercise. One of those things is being anywhere near water. You know, I love that. I do my heart math, meditation, all of these different things, right? But it's do you intentionally do the things that give you the best chance of being well-regulated? There's so, so, so much nuance to every individual situation that cannot possibly be covered. Make sure you're coming from a place of knowing and understanding yours. You are unique, your situation is unique, and you are the one in the driving seat as long as you remain conscious, my love. 
So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and start changing things for yourself, then join the Positive Pants Toolkit app and community so you can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, then I work with people one-on-one and through my programs. You can find all the details to join the toolkit or book in a call in the show notes, the link in my bio and Instagram, and on my website, franexcel.com. So stop waiting for if and when and choose to change things now because you can. I'm here to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. And as always, I hope you found this helpful and I'll see you next week. Bye.